You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Will Mavity's interview with the costume designer for Harriet, Paul Taswell. There's not much time. You got to be miles away from here for dawn. Where is she? Follow that north star. If there are no stars, just follow the river. Listen for them. Fear is your enemy. Whoa. Easy now. I'm gonna be free or die. I don't know if you know how extraordinary this is, but you have made it 100 miles to freedom all by yourself. Would you like to pick a new name to mark your freedom? Harriet Tubman. Everybody, this is the Next Best Picture podcast. I have with me Paul Taswell, the costume designer for Hamilton, and most recently, Harriet. Paul, how are you? I'm great. It's great to be here. So obviously, you know, you've made quite a name for yourself in the stage world in the last decade or so. Uh, what brought you to the big screen? Um, I was asked to <laughs> come on board uh, by Casey. I, you know, I, I, uh, I've been so fortunate over my, you know, career, you know, 25-plus years, uh, working on amazing uh, theater productions, um, some Broadway and, and you know some you know regionally, uh, and you know I I had not explored uh, film work as uh, as extensively, and you know I think that uh, now you know I, I'm very interested in expanding and, and moving in that direction, in a, you know, in a uh, much more proactive way, um, just, you know, to uh, uh, continue to be a creative person. Well, so how would you say it's different making costumes for the screen where you have cameras that pick up tiny details versus making costumes for the stage in the Broadway production? For me, it's not... You know, it, it, it is less about detail because I, you know, I, I uh, tend to be a very detail detail oriented designer. Uh, you know, where I uh, imagine, you know, uh, and and see things up close, and also uh, see the value in in that, you know, in that detail still being there from a distance. You know, if if it's something that's for, you know, say. Uh, the Metropolitan Opera, you know, that, that's a, you know, a vast, uh, space that you, you do need to think about the scale of, of your detail. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, from film, you know, from stage, sorry, from, uh, the Broadway stage to film, that sensibility is, is, you know, very similar, you know, goes hand in hand. But, um, I would say that a big difference is what you are, you know, the poetic license that you are able to use uh, for a theater piece. So, you know, what I was able to do with the 18th century uh, for Hamilton uh, versus uh, how uh, you, you know, how an audience sees clothes, uh, say for Harriet. Um, you know, where they're going through spaces that are real spaces. You know, they're, they're real architecture. It hasn't been abstracted. They're going through a forest. That, you know, that, that is, you know, it's all much more in, in an environment, uh, of reality. 
Uh, and it's, you know, it, it's all set up so that we're transporting the audience into that period and what was plausible in that period. So, you know, speaking of being in real environments, uh, how did you get around the fact that you're filming in the South where it's very hot and the clothes that obviously these are based on are notoriously stuffy? Is that something you factored into the designs, just making them comfortable? <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately oh, for the actors, I mean, it, you know, uh, you know, and we, we, you know, it, it, it's the same situation for, uh, you know, for a theater piece for, you know, for, say, you know, again, for Hamilton as well. I mean, it, you know, I, it, it is for, definitely for film, it's important to, uh, you know, stay as close as possible to uh, the fabrics that were used in the period. Right. You know, partly for you know because of how they look, uh, and then also just how they move, how they move, uh, you know, on on a person's body. And I and you would you know one would be able to tell even if you weren't a, a designer, you know, that something was off if the fabric isn't the right weight. You know, if it doesn't feel like what they would actually have built, you know, or tailored uh, a, a suit coat uh, or a frock coat out of, or or what they would have made a dress out of, even though uh, it might be uncomfortable. Um, and then you hope that, you know, it's like that was reality. You know, in that period, you know, there were no air conditioners. You know, right. there, there were no electric fans. So, you know, it was, it was living life. Uh, as a struggle, you know, and uh, I think that it, it helps to set a, a real tone, I mean, you know, a, a realistic tone. So if they're sweating on camera, that's exactly what they'd be doing at the time? So it's that's what they would have been doing. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> now, it would be, you know, it's a different situation if, you know, we're, we're, we're filming a scene where, you know, it really takes place in the winter and it's, you know, it's uh, 80 degrees out or, you know, 90 degrees out. Uh, some adjustments might have to be made, but it wouldn't be necessarily in the, in the fabrics. You know, it would be cooling them down in some other way uh, that was not, you know, in, in a, a man-made way. Um, but I, I, even so, I think that, you know, as the designer, it's important for me to, uh, you know, hold true to uh, what it would have been. So one, uh, you mentioned obviously that you're you're really adhering a lot to the historical details to reality, um, but you also have a lot it seems like symbolically going on with Harriet's outfits and the colors. Um, tell me a little bit about maybe, despite all the realism, kind of the poetic touches that you tried to add. And make sure. We start with Harriet, you know, when we first uh, see her, um, you know, she she is. Uh, on the plantation, she's uh, owned by the Bodas family, and the clothes, the the dress that she is wearing, it's a um, uh, a blue gray stripe uh, linen dress uh, that uh, shows obvious wear. You know that she has, you know that this is the one dress that she has to wear to do uh, everything that she has to do around the plantation, all the work that she has to do, wears it every day. Uh, she also has, you know, a, a corset and a petticoat on underneath as well. So she's dressed uh, with all of the elements of, of, you know, a woman of that period and a slave of that period. Um, and then 
we follow her in her escape and see how that dress deteriorates. You know, it starts to fall off of her body. Uh, after it's gone, you know, uh, she goes into the rapids of, you know, of, of the river that she jumps into. She comes out and, you know, it, it's basically, you know, it's, it's in tatters, you know, completely in tatters. And we're down to ground zero, you know, basically, where, you know, she's, she's given uh, a dress from, you know, to a, um, a, a Quaker, uh, you know, classic style uh, that she uh, is gifted from, you know, the Quaker family that she uh, is rescued by. Um, and uh, once she goes into Philadelphia, she's introduced to Marie, who befriends her and that she lives in Marie's boarding house. But through Marie, she starts to develop uh, as a woman of the, you know, a woman of the city uh, and, and a free woman. And uh, she, we, we see that she's creating her style. Um, you know, the, the, there are dresses that are gifted to her so that she can go back to get her, uh, her family and you know uh, other passengers that she can, uh, helps to to free that green dress that strong green that I used was specific to you know keeping her connected to the earth and right. uh, the the um, uh, nature that she was going to guide you know the, her passion passengers through um, and that was the start of you know you know seeing her. You know, because, because with that dress, that dress was given to her because it would, would, was a dress. It's a silk dress. Uh, it was iridescent, but it is potentially a dress that definitely you wouldn't find on a slave. Right. So, you know, it starts this idea of uh, becoming a master of disguise. She also, you know, she uh, takes on male roles as well as she's disguising herself to, to ride under the radar of the slave catchers and wherever she's going. Um, and uh, then, you know, with, there's uh, an outfit that is, you know, we see her run through the force with, with again, an, uh, a set of passengers, a set of, of slaves that she's helping to freedom. And that's her bandit look, which is one that is this, uh, it, it's this combination, this collage of both feminine clothing and male clothing together, which becomes a you know function forward uh, outfit where you know she's putting together an outfit where that she can work in the way that she needs to work, or you know make it through the terrain that she needs to make it through. Um, but it you know in that combination of male and female, she becomes she starts to look very pow- powerful. As well as there's a you know there's, there's kind of a, a a style about her. I mean I think that from a modern eye there is a, there's a stylishness about her that is attractive. Um, but I oh, think yeah. that it's more what I was trying to do was you know to give her a strength, uh, a strength of character, uh, and and a, you know the the eye the that you know that, you know you see it in the poster you know it's this kind of uh, sweeping, um, you know, coat that uh, you know, gives her some visual power. That, as an idea, is carried into her, 
you know, her, her power look, you know, the, the, probably the, the most powerful look uh, that we see her uh, in, which is this uh, all red, you know, it's a, a really deep red. Oh, uh, yes, coat, I love that. Velvet coat and, and uh, red dress. And that was, that, that's, you know, that's the peak of her poetic kind of scheme, clothing scheme, her track, uh, because it is heroic, uh, because it, it gives her a superhuman, uh, quality. Uh, it, you know, it resonates in that way. Uh, it's heraldic, uh, in a way. And, you know, it, it, and it's, you know, it's try, I was trying to underscore, you know, hoping to un- underscore, uh, that she, you know, had arrived, uh, uh, you know, as a, uh, as a hero and, and as a mythic figure. Um, so that's, that's kind of where, you know, and then, then our, our final look is her as a, um, uh, a, a union officer. Right. Leading, leading the troops uh, down the river. That's such a cool scene, by the way. Um, yeah. What about additional characters? I know because there are significant historical figures that you have to, almost without them ever being addressed by name, the audience kind of has to know who they are. For example, I think Frederick Douglass pops up in the background in a yeah. couple scenes. Uh, tell me a little yeah. bit about building some of the supporting and background characters. All of those other characters, I mean, especially when they, you know, the, the, the names that we recognize, there are daguerreotypes that exist of the actual people. So it becomes, you know, you're, you're balancing who the, the person that's cast along with who the actual person was and how we can, uh, move that image as close as possible to uh what you know who they were and how they dressed um you know some of that is about hair um but uh, but most definitely you know it's the economic level and style of, of the clothing that you know i i see represented in in the, the daguerreotypes that exist um there was you know the, the uh the abolitionists, you know, that, that kind of secret society, uh, for Casey, she wanted to establish it. This was like, you know, they're, they're the, let, let's say the most bohemian stylish group, uh, of Philadelphia. You know, they're, they're the who's who of, uh, of, of the artists and, and thinkers and writers, uh, you know, of, of Philadelphia. So it's trying to give that feel in that scene, you know, where, where, uh, where, where Harriet, uh, first meets them and is inducted into, uh, that society. Marie, uh, is, is kind of an amalgamation of, of, uh, many of the portraits, the daguerreotype portraits that I found, where there, you know, there were many more than I ever thought that I would be able to find of, uh, uh, free black, black people, uh, in America. Um, it, you know, I was delighted to be able to find, uh, those photographs and, you know, and of an, uh, you know, showing an economic level that was really refined, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, really beautiful clothing. Um, uh, so it was, it was re- reinterpreting those, you know, those images, uh, on, on Janelle, uh, and, you know, again, you know, setting her up as, uh, 
you know, kind of the, the stylish figure that is achievable. Uh, not that it, it, you know, that it's important that she's stylish, but it is important that she's a self-made woman yeah. uh, and uh, and sophisticated in that. Well, we're about out of time, but since you told me you, uh, you're hoping to maybe stay in the film world, do you have your eyes set on any future projects, maybe working with Lynn on Tick, Tick, Boom or anything? Uh, no, I, I won't be doing Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, at least not that I know of right now, but um, it, I, I uh, 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 just designed uh, West Side Story with oh. Spielberg uh, directing. And that was most of my summer. And that was oh my uh, God. Uh, sort of, uh, into the, about a month into the fall. And it was an amazing uh, experience, really an amazing experience. And I think the film is going to be really beautiful. And uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it coming out uh, uh, next, next Christmas. Um, so we've got a year to wait. Oh, my God. That's, that's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to see that. And I can't wait to see your work in it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me, and uh, I look forward to hopefully hearing your name pop up throughout the awards season. You did a fantastic job with the film, and I'm glad it's being such a success right now. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thanks. All right. Enjoy your afternoon. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Will Mavity's interview with the costume designer for the film Harriet, Paul Taswell, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time.